Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Welcome, everyone, to Oracle Soup. We are so happy to have you here with us. I mean, it's not just fun for Gina and I, Gina being all the way out there in Tejas, <laughs> and me being in Oregon, but, you know, no matter where you are in the world, you get to enjoy this podcast in your timing, at your convenience, and hopefully will inspire you and maybe even uh, help support you in some way. That's I think that's part of our goal, isn't it, Gina? Yes. Hello, everyone. It is great to be here, and I'm so happy you're here listening or in your place, wherever you are listening to us. Uh, you know, we have gotten... and. To, to hear a lot of feedback about how people enjoy the show. Um, looking at our stats sometimes, I'm amazed at some of the shows and how many plays uh, they've gotten. So good, you're actually listening. So I'm Ooh. happy about that. And so, you know, it's just amazing. Um, the, the particular arena we're in with divination tools, how this is a journey, a continuing journey. And um, it's, it's, bought me some really interesting uh, people in my life and taking me to some very interesting and sacred places. And so you just never know, you know, I said with tarot, um, uh, particularly because that's, that's my main tool of choice. Uh, it has got, it has brought me so many different experiences. Um, I started at one point and I often tell the story how I got to uh, be introduced to a tarot reading was at a UFO conference. So imagine that I was in that arena and circuit for a long time and it brought me to tarot. So, <laughs> you know, it's and just here really you interesting. Are. And, here I, and here I am and I stayed, it, you know, it's like I got to the right place. So it'll be interesting to hear, you know, other, I, I love hearing other people's journey about what they were into before Tarot. Um, just recently I did a, another podcast and the question was about, one of the questions was about how do you, uh, what would you say to people when they want to approach Tarot, but they also have that, um, I, don't, I would call it, for lack of a better word, a belief that divination is satanic or of the devil. So what do you do? Oh, oh yes, that's a fascinating one. So is that what we're talking about today? <laughs> we could just completely change our topic if you want. Okay. Is that what you want to and talk about? Since we're on it, yes. That is totally on the top of my list of fascinating research. I am so, so interested in trying to understand where fear comes from and how fear gets perpetuated. And so this is just one of many examples of a targeted entity, in this case, tarot cards or their use or the people who use them, 
and uh, folks calling it evil or calling the people evil. So I'm very excited about that topic. Thank you for bringing it up, Ms. Gina. Well, we do have our moments, don't we? So, yes, um, you know, when I, and that's not the first time I've been asked that question. So when that topic comes up or I'll see in different um groups and forums, you know, people are dealing with this aspect of the evil of, of, of tarot and divination. And at this point in my career, because um, maybe I've been doing it so long that it's just kind of funny to me. I'm like, are we still in this day and age dealing with this, right? Um, it, it, it just becomes something that I find uh, quite humorous, but at the same time, I'm pretty um, done with and disgusted by because it's like, if you're, if you're showing up... <laughs> You got to leave your, your, your system. You got to, some of, some things have to fall away. Right. Um, and, and dovetailing off of that, it's also about, um, having being from a particular culture and struggling with you know this particular culture is you know we know a christian base and we how do we deal with being an advisor a a tarot reader and deal with that and so you and i would have a lot to say about that as well um um, from different corners right some different views and perspectives so so what tarot card then would most easily interface with this idea of evil, what do you think, Ms. Gina? A tower with the devil on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there's, there's, the, there's the embodiment of evil, and then there's our reaction as if this is something that is against us. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, we're, we're going to talk about the devil card, right? Okay. Well, let's spend a moment talking about that devil card. We're talking about key number 15 in most tarot decks and it's just titled The Devil which you know right off the bat Gina I have to say that I mean there's different ways of relating to the devil of course the fact that it's number 15 which is a 10 plus a 5 and 5 is life challenges and issues and lessons to be learned but you know what I always tell my beginning students I go spell devil backwards and what do you get right that is one way to approach um what I tell my students is the devil in tarot is not Lucifer or Satan in the Bible. They're, it's a com- completely different. <laughs> so it's not the same. But interestingly enough, since the images come from the um, biblical stories and all the, the Renaissance, Renaissance artists could paint, um, and you have a devil in uh, um, the cathedrals in Italy. So it, it does mean that but it's a personification of something right the devil card um um, as you know I, i did a whole workshop on just the devil card um it is one of those cards that i pay attention to i've learned to pay attention to when it shows up in a reading um pretty much around other cards even if those other cards are major arcanas um, because that's what that's the pink elephant in the room nobody wants to talk about well actually it's the, the thing with the horns that nobody wants to talk about <laughs> the pink elephant with the horns that no one wants to talk about it's the thing with the collar around your neck and a leash that nobody wants to talk about <laughs> it, exactly it is it is that and so paul For- foster case once said that the devil was the most important uh, tarot card card in the tarot deck which caught my attention it's like why so um going back and looking at uh where did the concept come from what you know what what is the devil about 
Um, oh, that's a whole. And then that is a whole other. That is a whole <laughs> other thing. But but it is about the noose around your neck, the things that keep you tied down, the the the, the abuse, addiction, lies, deception, all of those things that are associated in a negative sense can be and has been corresponded with the devil but um, keeping in mind it's interesting that the uh, the Hebrew letter for the devil um, the core the, the actual meaning is mirth <laughs> exactly and then that goes back to how James Wanless in the Voyageturo calls it devil's play and he associates it with Dionysus but so in its essence, just to kind of wrap things up, when I think of the devil, I really try to think not of the behavior or the activity, but what is the essence of its vibration? And to me, the essence of its vibration is trying to help us see where we are still locked in our minds, in our bodies, uh, into our own limiting beliefs. You know, that is not just an addiction. Addictions tend to be cyclical cycles. I think of the Wheel of the Fortune as addiction. But I think of this, the devil is the thing behind the addiction. Why did you get sucked into that addiction in the first place? What's holding you back? What um, area in your own life do you not love yourself? And how did you even learn to not love yourself? To me, that's the devil. It's the part where we do not embrace our entire selves and just love ourselves unconditionally. You know, it's always interesting that um, people know what drives them, but they don't want to look at it, which to me is the devil. It's like you have made this little tiny thing that wasn't that scary. Now it's a big, ugly, scary, bat-winged thing staring at you, and you're terrified, (laughs) and you've kind of brought it on yourself. (laughs) I think we're back to the pink elephant now. (laughs) <laughs> the pink elephant was a cute idea with horns, though. It's now I was a pink elephant, and then it turned into that bat thing. Powerful <laughs> attachments, so much, so true. You're so wise, Gina. And so, on that note, we're going to go into a much more in-depth discussion, obviously, about things like fear and fear tarot. And this is very spontaneous of you, Gina. So, all right, girlfriend, let's do it. Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next. Okay, so we are going to get into our topic. And what, how this started, again, to just set the tone is talking about how when you approach Tarot from a standpoint when your belief or you've been told to believe it, that Tarot is satanic or of the devil. So I'm, I'm going to just kind of make a point right there. If a person is saying that it's satanic or of the devil, that's a very, very specific belief system that they're coming from. So that kind of, that's some of the breadcrumbs we might want to follow there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so <clears throat> essentially... When I think of the, those, when those two terms are, are used specifically, I go back to thinking, okay, church fathers, evidently, not necessarily in terms of tarot, because tarot in, in certain terms is relatively new and compared to the devil. But when did something like tarot, when it gets demonized, it's because it is against what is the norm in a particular system or religion, right? 
and because it, it, it and it's also goes into um, the the tool itself becomes more powerful than the the teachings that you're supposed to be following, right? Is that a little bit like saying the church in this case might be concerned that people's fascination with the cards might usurp the church's power over them in some way or another? Exactly. Also, when you look at um, the the cards um, way back when, <laughs> in the in the documentation, <clears throat> the records that we have, it wasn't against divination. It was against because the cards, remember, were a game that were used for gambling. So it was really against gambling. And what's gambling considered? A vice, right? And so those vices, bad, bad, bad. You know, there's 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 so many directions well, I want to take here, but it's like so okay, I'm going to pause it... right there and focus on the direction you're on because let's talk about why that very thing that is definitely historically uh, a record. Why were cards? And in this case, we're really talking about playing cards, not the tarot deck. So, why were playing cards considered a vice? Well, if people are gambling money, that's money they're not paying to the church in tithing. And so, again, there's something about a self-interest in terms of the perpetuation of the church, its values, its belief systems that was at odds with things like cards. Even though the cards and gambling and divination goes back to the beginning of the creation of paper and even beyond with non-paper forms of divination. Correct. So the natural progression would be, let's say we don't know exactly when divination with cards uh, started we don't have a, a date to a uh, specific date but because you're using cards whether you're gambling or whatever you're doing with them um it falls under that umbrella of don't use cards to gamble you know to, they're they're banned they're, this is something you're not you know not supposed to be using so i would think if you're using them using them for whatever reason it would have been kind of under that um so in so, other words the tool gets condemned compared to the actual tool user or tool even maker. It seems that way. It kind of reminds us of some of our our modern debates around things like guns, for instance, because the question is, is it the gun that's doing the harm or is it the hands that the gun is placed in and for what purpose? So, yes. And so with that, just looking at how to approach it. um, So my advice is, is I can only speak from my personal experience and how because you know Catholic school girl here I had to look at and contend with what I saw as truth it all goes down to truth and what my personal truth is not anybody else's truth but what it is what is it that I believe about all of this right and so um I often tell people well I uh my connection to source with a capital S um you know, there's that I understand that divine spark. I have my own process and connecting. So I, I tell. So just to say, as I said, this would say, I don't play with God, sweetie. So I, <laughs> I know that for me, the connection of evil and the devil <clears throat> to me is a creation. And then on the flip side, it's like, how do you know how good you are when you can't measure against the evil? So, um. 
I, I'm very careful in labeling things um, in terms of that because it's like, to me, it's either for me or it's not for me is, is the simplest way. But um, in my approach, I had to let go of what was um, kind of like in the mold and you pour the, you're pouring the, the, the plaster in a mold. I had to think about what was being, what had been dumped into the mold and how to break free of that. So, you know, this is what I tell people on this path too. I I had to go in the dark quotes. I'm doing air quotes to understand what light was about. And so to me, um, I had to I had to strip away that old uh, pattern and that old programming to understand how I could move forward and actually be of use with the tarot. That is so beautiful, Gina, that you shared that because that's very much what it's for all of us to look at is like what are the blocks and again we're talking devil card here what are the obstructions the blocks the attachments to belief systems that we were taught that keep us from being the most alive so for instance any system that in itself feels that there's a requirement to divide life into good and bad you know evil and blessed or whatever that division is is has an inherent uh, investment in keeping people divided. You know, you're either with us and you're good and you're pure, or you're bad and you're evil and everything you're doing is wrong. So I'm speaking from a psychotherapy point of view, and I would say that in itself is the root of a lot of our isms and, and, and a lot of our splitness, our bipolarness. You know, whenever we're split off from ourselves, and of course, Jung would even talk about our own shadows and how our shadows or aspects of ourselves that we've repressed or we don't understand, and we are afraid of them. And I think the Tarot is such an amazing teacher, and that's why we do need the Devil card in the Tarot, because it teaches us, like you're saying, by going into our own shadow material, our own brainwashing, and all the the less uh, life-affirming things that we were reinforced uh, to try to believe anyway. Some of us, fortunately, were able to escape that in one way or another. It is our job, as the Major Arcana of the Tarot says, from my point of view, to move through that dark night of the soul or dark night of the senses, and as Joseph Campbell would even say, go through the abyss on the hero's journey, so that we can come out the other side and know ourselves much more clearly and much more beautifully and embrace ourselves completely. And so even if we have an entity such as a church or a community leader who is putting up these blocks for us as if they are trying to protect us, I would just encourage anybody to search their own soul and their own heart and find out, like Gina was just saying, what is your truth? Are you going to allow somebody else to tell you what your truth is? Or are you going to have a personal relationship with whatever your source is, whatever your spiritual guidance is? And Tarot, in that sense to me, is not just a tool, but a teacher about that as well. And some people, like myself, like to embrace the tarot as that teacher. And some people say, yeah, I don't know if I want to know those lessons. Or I'm afraid of those lessons because it makes me question too much of my life, and I'm way too comfortable with the way it is. That is so well said, and a really great 
summary of you know it's like we bounce so well off of each other and it's like I'm sitting here going yes yes that's exactly it's like I almost demonstrated in my story what you came back and explained uh just just in in, in a very eloquent way you know I also pose this question and um when someone tells you the cards are of the devil or satanic ask them why and see what they have to say and then ask them again well why is that wrong well what and if you if you get really start peeling back those layers they really can't tell you why they're satanic or of the devil it's because somebody said so it's not their personal experience or what they know about them it's because what they've heard or been filled with there's no at the essence of their response or their, them telling you that they can't say because it's in the bible because the cards are not in the bible so what are they talking about you know we you can get you can give that smart aleck answer of well cards are not mentioned in the bible but um <laughs> but you know what is mentioned in the bible is you know if you think of people using cards for whatever prophecy there is a beautiful quote that i like to share with people and this is from first corinthians cha- uh, chapter 12 and i'll just give you most of the quote here so Four to one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. And to another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. And And to another, yes, divers kinds of tongues and to another the interpretation of tongues but all these worketh that one and the selfsame spirit dividing to every man severely as he will for as the body is one and hath many members and all the members of that one body being many are one body so as is with Christ and so my interpretation of that is even though we have these different abilities and these different skills and some of us are using these different tools, we are all aspects of the divine. You this know, and we're all I, doing the work of the divine. This is why I call it the source and we are just many sources. And so uh, many meaning M-I-N-I uh, we're part of that it's it's great that you read that because in essence what the, the topic wise what that came about um, was about the spirit of discernment and how do you know what's going on in terms of what you're getting out of a reading so that my friends is a whole other topic <laughs> for our Oracle Soup audience that we shall get into at some point but this has been great Katrina I think um, and I hope people take away from it um, their truth of the matter you know it's like the the most important thing you should do with anything that you uh, read see here is see ask the truth of it and to trust your own connection with truth and to know that when you tap into truth you truly are tapping with your divine purpose in life and that each one of us is a beautiful light thank you for spending time with us at oracle soup we invite your comments and topic suggestions on our facebook page also named oracle soup 
be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com, for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.